Hey guys, I'm Adam Gonzalez. And I'm Jesse Espinoza. And welcome back to Creepy Crawling Cryptids, where we talk to you about your favorite creepy crawling creatures from crypts to creeks. Today we're going to be talking about... The Thunderbird! The Thunderbird! Uh, sorry, quick little anecdote before we start the episode. Yeah. So, do you ever remember the show on sci-fi called Lost Tapes? I've heard of it, I never saw it. So, it was like a really shitty show, and it was about like lost tapes, like like home videos <laughs> of like scary monsters, right? And so, my dad had me and my siblings kind of convinced that it was real. Like, we all knew it wasn't, but like the youngest were like, this shit's real. That actually sounds like something my mom would do. Yeah, it's parent yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but so, after the Thunderbird episode... And we always got all we always got a little worked up over the episodes mm-hmm. just because they were like trying to be creepy, right? And we were kids, yeah. and so my oldest brother was in the restroom, and we had a we had a, a two story apartment, and my brothers and I shared a room upstairs for most of our like childhood. Mm-hmm. And he was in the restroom upstairs, and so I was hiding at like the the top of the stairs because he was like the restroom was like right next to the stairs. And I was trying to think of how to jump out and scare him, like what I was going to say, right? Uh, no, we just watched the Thunderbird episode, but he came out of the restroom quicker than I anticipated, and so my response was me flapping my arms <laughs> like a wing and going, I'm the Thunderbird! <laughs> <laughs> and the best part was that he jumped, and got him, because like, I came out of the darkness, right? Uh-huh. But like, little like like 12-year-old me, 11-year-old me, right, like hopping out the corners, I'm the... And I did a deep voice Flap my arms and said, I'm the Thunderbird. And and he was like, what the fuck? Like, like he jumped and everything. And then, so we're all, me and my other, like, my brothers are rolling. Because it was the stupidest shit. And so my dad comes upstairs and we tell him. And so he starts laughing. It was it was a real great scenario. But yeah, Lost Tapes. If you have time and you really feel like wasting and not getting time back in your life, watch Lost Tapes. Watch it with your kids. It's great. So, the Thunderbird. Oh, man. All right. So essentially, uh, the Thunderbird is a large bird that the Native Americans kind of believe in. Uh, so <laughs> Kind of believe in? Well, I mean, I guess they're myths. Oh, so okay. I don't know. Well, I mean, I'm sure, like, I don't know. Because I, like, I feel like that's like a tricky situation, right? Because, yeah. I mean, in, in calling something a myth, it's like, that sometimes it could be like religion, you know? Uh, you got to be careful with stuff like that. Yeah, it's well, like, you, you know, walk up to a Catholic and call Jesus a myth, you might get socked in the fucking throat. Also, like, Native Americans are a lot of different people, so, like, some of them may not believe in this. No, absolutely. Yeah. I'm not saying to not call it a myth. Yeah. I was just laughing at the, the name. They might believe in it. I mean, you know. The uncertainty in your voice. I'm just a simple boy. I went to the American public school system. I did, too. So... I don't know much about Native Americans. <laughs> I don't know much about anything. Well, unfortunately, because of the U.S., even the Native Americans don't know that much about Native Americans. Yeah, that's actually not. It's, well, the the history books are penned by the winners, and I guess you could call the Americans the winners. Oh. Uh. Well, anyway, let's, let's uh, do what every American has done and just forget about the bad <laughs> stuff in the past and just focus on the cool stuff, like throwing tea into the ocean. And like Thunderbirds. Yeah. All right. So, they're creatures of power and strength that protect humans from evil spirits accompanied with lesser bird spirits. Uh, usually these lesser bird spirits are eagles and falcons. That's, that's honestly like one of the coolest descriptions we've had on this show. Yeah, yeah. It kind of reminds me of, like, uh, Chinese dragons and stuff. Kind of the same thing. 
Yeah. Shameless plug on one of our like lowest viewed episodes. I know. I don't watch understand. It. I don't understand how the dragon one did so bad. Go watch Any- the episode. <laughs> anyway, uh, but also they're depicted in totem poles a lot. When you look at totem poles, there's like a bird. Sometimes mm. it's a thunderbird. So, uh, so I'll just go over quickly what the different tribes kind of believe in. Right. Uh, so the Agonquian. Uh, so they believe that the Thunderbird controls the upper world, while the underworld is controlled by the underwater panther, or great horned serpent. Huh. Uh, the Thunderbird throws lightning at creatures of the underworld and generates thunders when it flaps its wings. Uh, it's usually depicted with an X-shaped body, with its wings to the side and uh, with its head to the profile. Mm-hmm. So there's that one Pokemon... Uh, you know, I think it evolves from Hoot Hoot. No, no, not that one. You know, the the weird Thunderbird looking one. It's Zapdos? based off that. Zapdos? No, no, no. It's uh, it starts with an X. Oh, like Zatu? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it he's... It evolves from Natu. Natu, yeah. So uh, the Zatu is kind of based off this. Yeah, loosely. Loosely, yeah. Uh, so the Menomini people uh, believe Thunderbirds live in great mountains that float in the sky. Uh, they are enemies to the great horned snakes, known as the Miskinubulk, and keeps them from taking over Earth and eating all the humans. And they are also the messengers from the great sun. That's pretty cool. And then finally, the Ojibwe. Uh, they believe that it's made to fight underwater spirits. They punish bad people, and they show up in springtime with the other birds. Uh, and they leave in the fall once the underwater spirits are less dangerous. Oh. Yeah, so overall it seems like uh, these Thunderbirds are some pretty cool dudes. I think this is like the like coolest, like the nicest thing we've covered. I think dragons, shameless plug, uh, <laughs> dragons are pretty like kind, right? Yeah. But I feel like this is like the kindest creature we've covered. Yeah, yeah, like they look out for you. Yeah, they're, they're human homies. They're yeah. homies to the humans. Yeah, so they're pretty cool. Um, well, if you could have anything watching over you, wouldn't you want a Thunderbird watching over you? I mean, I guess out of all the things, maybe, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a Thunderbird. Especially if snakes are your biggest enemy. Or maybe a Black Hawk, you know, the helicopter. But I'm, Thunderbirds like are like that. Like they're probably like faster and stronger. They can make thunder. Mm. And once again, if your biggest enemy are snakes, like, yeah. giant birds of prey are like to have on your yeah, side. Yeah, I guess you're right. But you know, the Black Hawk is also shoots missiles. <sighs> Jesse. Fine. All right. I'll rather have a giant bird this is than an a episode thing of, that shoots look, missiles. Look, we need to convince them that we like Thunderbirds. I mean, like, I like them. Like, I'll name my Blackhawk Thunderbird. <laughs> okay. I that's that's reasonable. I can only I can only ask so much of you mm-hmm. as as my co-podcaster. And like, its propellers kind of sound like thunder, right? Yeah. Yeah, so see, yeah. maybe a Blackhawk is just a modern Thunderbird. Okay, that's enough of that. <laughs> I don't know where that's going, but I don't like it. I'm going to start talking about the Thunderbird. All right. Liveabout.com, uh, an article by uh, Stephen Wagner that was last updated on May 24th, 2019. It's where I'm getting a lot of my information from. Okay. And I'm just going to say the first sentence, just outright from this, straight plagiarize. Okay. <laughs> is a Thunderbird real or myth? 
A gigantic bird was sighted in Alaska in January 2018 by a woman driving, having a wingspan nearly as wide as the road, and in Pennsylvania on May 26, 2013, when two friends were walking through the woods near Brian Athen Castle and were, start- and were startled by something extraordinary. Okay, so that's the opening scene mm-hmm. to like our little 2018 sighting, right? Yeah. And so the two go on to describe how loud the wings were Ooh. and... Uh, that they heard like this monstrous flapping, and they looked above and saw what they called a huge black bird, oh. black hawk. Oh. Yeah. And <laughs> so they say that uh, uh, one of the kids, Anthony, uh, reported that it was sitting above, uh, sitting above us, and we seemed to uh, to startle it. It flew about a hundred feet to a nearby branch. So I was like, <laughs> it just like took off. Um, they say that its wingspan had to at least be ten feet. And from how far away it looked, about four feet tall. That's like, that's like a, like what, like a junior high sized bird, huh? Mm-hmm. Like junior high kid sized bird. Uh, of course, this was not nearly the first sighting of the creature in Pennsylvania. Uh, sightings date back to, like, as far as 2001. I don't think I could find much of a further back sighting. But a lot of these sightings kind of come along the same. The same idea, right? So there was this... Uh, in southern Grensburg, uh, there was a witness that told a researcher, then a smelter, um, that a large black or grayish bird had gone overhead at about sixty to uh, 50 to 60 feet. And they quote, they're quoted here saying, I wouldn't say it was flapping its wings gracefully. Uh, they said, but almost horrifically flapping its wings very slowly, oh then gliding above the passing big rig trucks. So this creature was like... So big that it just looked looming, and it took, like, a couple of, like, flaps, and just, like, just glided, right? So that's another one of the few couple of witnesses. There's another one that was reported in uh, Pennsylvania in June 2000, uh, or on June 13th, someone in Greenville, Pennsylvania, uh, was startled by, once again, a black, uh, large creature that was soaring overhead. They first thought of a small airplane. Aeroplane? (laughs) Aeroplane! Uh, they first thought that it was a small airplane, but they said that the bird, uh, they saw it for about 20 minutes. And mm-hmm. um, seeing its feathered body, they confidently estimated it that it was about 15 feet long and about 5 feet. So mm-hmm. the bird uh, clearly varies, but yeah, yeah. its overall range size from like 4 to 5 feet yeah. and 10 to 20 length wingspan. Huh. That's gigantic. Yeah, that's pretty because, big. What? How tall are you? Six two? Six two, yeah. Yeah, six two. So twenty foot wingspan is what, like three and a half of you? Yeah. <laughs> that's it's really big. Yeah. I'm a big boy. Yeah, you're you're a pretty large dude. So that's just imagine that. Like what could that carry? Mm. And then uh very so pretty much there was like a string of sightings in uh June and July two thousand one. And so then on July sixth there was someone in Erie County, Pennsylvania again, that um that was seen on 14 Times Magazine. Uh, the creature's wingspan was 15 to 17 feet, and it was described as dark gray with little or no neck and the circle of black under its head. Its beak was very thin and long, about a foot in length. Oh. So, of course, these aren't the first sightings of Thunderbirds in Pennsylvania, and the reports are accurate that birds are the largest flying creatures unidentified by science. Um, the next closest known bird that was that, uh, that size is the... Wandering albatross, which wingspan is 12 feet. Hmm. Uh, that's the... Uh, oh, so the, the largest predatory birds, the Thunderbird is like kind of like 
uh, related to frequently is the Andean condor, which has a 10 and a half foot wingspan, and the California condor, which has a 10 foot wingspan. Hmm. And yeah, so that's kind of what where, I've got for the beginning. Where was Mothman again? Um, I don't recall. Let me look it up. This is what this is like, why we need a um, an intern. Yeah, I'm sure that we could trick someone into getting college credits. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> could we? Like, I mean, what, what do we have to go through to get that? I don't know. Maybe if we just like get a logo. You think so? And like hire someone professional looking. <laughs> so, so I looked up Mothman sightings, and the fourth thing that pops up is why Trump is tweeting about the Mothman. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, we need to investigate this. Uh, oh, I believe it was West Virginia. So on Sunday, President Donald Trump quote tweeted Senator Joe Mich- uh, Manchin from West Virginia and wrote, I go along with Joe. Uh, Manchin had tweeted a photo of himself posing in front of the Mothman statue in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. So it was Point Pleasant, West Virginia. So that answers our question. Yeah, West yeah, Virginia. Yeah. Wishing Mason County residents a happy Mothman Festival. The annual festival that Trump endorsed in his tweet celebrates a West Virginia urban legend, which we talked about in one of our episodes. Uh, humanoid with glowing eyes. The annual Mothman Festival started in 2002, and the 12-foot tall metallic statue, which is another thing we mentioned, um, Mansion posed with, was installed in 2003. It is held the third weekend of September and draws upwards of 2,000 people to the town of 4,500. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. And uh, here's how legend. Yeah, so they just kind of, he just kind of uh, like retweeted uh, yeah, yeah. someone like a someone's tweet and was like, "Me too." <laughs> Our president. Uh, oh, my back. <sighs> but yeah, so that's what I have. Those are my opening start munch and stories on the math man. And I'm sure you can go into better description because you do all the good research. <clears throat> all right, so uh, I'm looking at uh, what what could this thing actually be? Um. A man in a bird suit. I mean, that's my vote. I guess that's not impossible. Or a they, short man in a bird someone suit. Someone with like a small plane that like glues a bunch of feathers onto it. Wouldn't that hinder the plane from flying properly? I don't know that much about lift. I I work with a guy. Oh, and he was like, the moon landing didn't happen. Oh. I was like, it did. And he's like, no, it didn't. And I was like, well, he's like, the moon doesn't exist. That's a big into, jump. Yeah, and I was like, this is going to a bad place. He's like, yeah. He's like, why do you think we can't go to Antarctica? And I was like, wait. And he's like, yeah, because like, there's a dome. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. And he was like, and he's he's like, like the dome one. projects the moon to us. And I was uh-huh. like, he, I was like, no. The Earth is not flat. He's like, no, yeah, I'm not saying it's flat. He's like, like, <laughs> it's, a, he's like it's like a snow globe. Uh-huh. And I was like, you get away from me. You, you get oh away from me right God. now. Oh my God! Please let me do a flat Earth episode. One day, one day, oh we'll get there. God. When we run out of monsters to do. Okay, when we when there's no more monsters in the world. Do we have a Twitter? I don't think so. We should make a Twitter. Yeah, we probably should. All the great podcasts are on Twitter. Yeah. So, uh, there's this creature called a Terratorn, and it had a wingspan from uh, 4 to 5 meters, or 13 to 16 feet, if you live in the good U.S. of A, and use some freedom units. Why are we the only ones that are like that? Because of America, and we like things to be in things of 12s instead of 10s, you know? Yeah. Okay. Anyway... I guess. So uh, it, it had long legs and was uh, sort of an opportunistic like, scavenger. It yeah. would like let other things kill it. It was like a big condor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, basically, it, it literally says it looks like a big condor. Oh, I just really looked it up. Be- yeah, it yeah, looks yeah. like a big condor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Here's, here's a picture. It's got a big-ass oh. condor. Look up the Teratornis. They're old-school creatures. 
Yeah, so uh, they they lived in North and South America during the Ice Age, and so basically their like lives overlap with when uh, humans came across. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Yeah, I just got a burp. Also. Oh, hey. it happens. So uh, it, they lived in North and South America during the Ice Age, and their lifespan overlaps with when humans came to North America. Good old humans. Yeah, so there's a pretty good chance that like early humans in the Americas actually saw one of these things. Yeah. Okay, sorry. I know that neither of us has this written down, but we talked about it before the episode episode started. But so there, it wasn't it wasn't a um. What are we? We're uh. Homo sapiens, yeah? Yeah. It wasn't a Homo sapien skull. It was, like, right before Homo sapiens. Yeah. So, like, a, one of the, like, the monoliths or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. One hominids. of the half monkeys. The hominids. Yeah, so, I think it might have been a... Oh, it was a Neanderthal. There's a... a, a Neander, the skull of a small Neanderthal child found in what uh, came to be realized as a large, like, old prehistoric bird dead. Yeah. And it had markings on the back of its head that at first they thought it had been a murder. Like, that was the first, like, thing. They're like, oh, someone killed this child. Like, yeah. another Neanderthal killed this child, but it didn't really line up with anything. Like, a yeah. lot of... It was very peculiar, and there was other bones there, so they were kind of like, what's going on? So they did a lot of more research, and they realized that where the the claw marks were, like, like the, the damage was, mm-hmm. it was more than likely a bird of prey. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, if I remember correctly, the claw marks were, like, inside the skull, so yeah. it's like being carried. It was like that's weird. Yeah, and so they think it like went through the eyes. Like, yeah, it's 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 rough, but yeah. yeah. So the Neanderthal child was most likely eaten by a large bird of prey. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, nature. So, so uh, this thing has such big wings <laughs> that it would only take a few flaps to get airborne, and uh, if there was like good enough wind, all it would have to do is open its wings and it would fly. Okay, so saying that, I want to jump back to what I had said about one of my in one of my stories, where the guy said, uh, "Where let me find it." He said that it was not flying gracefully. Remember? Mm-hmm. Do you remember what I said? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you guys remember. Yeah, it was in the just... episode uh, seconds ago. But yeah, he said it wasn't flying gracefully. That it was taking like large kind of like yeah like like a couple of like oh uh, it was I wouldn't say it was uh, flapping its wings gracefully. But almost perfectly flapping its wings very slowly, then gliding above the passing rig trucks. Yeah, that's really interesting mm-hmm. because, like, what are the odds this guy like knows a bunch of knowledge about? Yeah, about this kind of birds. Yeah. yeah, so I think I just think that's really neat. Yeah, and uh, also, so it was big enough to where I could just swallow a hair full. <laughs> oh, the 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 rabbit. Yeah, the rabbit. Wild rabbits, hares. And uh, some of them are actually found in the La Brea Tar Pits. Hmm. Yeah. I, have you ever been to La Brea Tar Pits? Uh, I walked past it. I, I saw it, but I was all excited because uh, G4, the TV sh- uh, the TV channel, did you ever watch G4? No. Oh, it was great, but like, <laughs> it was... It was just in this weird image. It should have been an online show, but they made it a TV show. Well, it was just... what year was this? Oh, it was when I was in high school. Yeah, that's why it wasn't an online yeah. show. Online shows yeah. weren't big yet. Yeah, it was just like it was just in this weird in between where it yeah. wasn't. You know, probably would have done great now. Yeah, it would probably it'd be. I loved it, but anyway, they they were right across the street from the Labrea Tar Pit, so I was all excited about that instead of the Tar Pit. Yeah. So it's funny. I wanted to be a paleontologist for a really long time when I was little. I was like, mm-hmm. 
you know, like most kids are like, I want to be like, yeah, a yeah. superhero. I mean, every I little like, boy. Yeah. I want to be a paleontologist. Oh. And I wanted to find dinosaur bones. And then my mom was like, you know, they're all going to be found by the time you're an adult. <laughs> so then that, I, that stopped. That dream yeah. ended. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I saw, so I was like, wanted to go to the Bray Tar Pits. And I'm amazed they just never have. It's, from what I, I, I kind of did like a quick walkthrough and it seemed pretty cool. I didn't. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's a bunch of shit in there. There's even, like, creatures now that are in there. Like, squirrels and children <laughs> in there. <laughs> yeah, I think that's really good. Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, sorry. Back to the, back oh, to the creature. Oh. The creature! So, uh... Okay, I actually had a little note about, uh, with humans being in there. So, according to National Geographics, uh, humans made it to the Americas uh, roughly about 200,000 years ago. And then the Ice Age ended around uh, 11,700 years ago. Okay. So it kind of lines up, like, perfectly. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I think the these creatures died, like, right at the end of the, uh, of the Ice Age. So right. there was a good, like, almost 1,000 years. Well, no, there's, like, almost 10,000 years. Sounds like a pretty convenient story, yeah. Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> um, further, on theliveabout.com, they talk about the centuries-old legend, which then, uh, it goes back hundreds of years, back to Native American tribes, Pacific Northwest. So... With that, I wonder, like, because, I mean, you know, uh, some creatures grow to live in, like, the confines of their world. So, like, snakes. Yeah. Like, if you keep a snake in a small uh, container, it'll stay small. So, do you think that maybe before, like, we, like, really started building and everything, maybe, like, birds were probably a little bit bigger? Or could have been a little bit bigger? So, like, during yeah. Native American times, like, the, the condor and everything, they were possibly had larger wingspans. Yeah, it makes sense. So, yeah, so maybe that was being, you know, perceived as some kind of large, like, dangerous Also, creature. people were smaller, so maybe just relative speaking. <laughs> That's true. I forgot that, like, we've grown as, yeah. as a species. Our ancestors would be like, oh, you big, thick boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let's delete that. I don't like that. <laughs> Our ancestors would call us thick boys. That's a... Why? Because we what? eat so much meat. We eat so much meat. Jesse. Think of how proud our ancestors are of how much meat we get to eat. Probably. I guess. Like, the, the, our ancestors had to, like, hunt for meat. Uh, who had to, like, really, like, grind for it. And we're like, I'm gonna go down to In-N-Out and get me a yeah. burger. And they'd be like, oh, look how big and strong you are. <laughs> and then they'd, like, see the farms and be like, oh, my God. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, so a lot of the tales from uh, of the Thunderbird uh, are way more recent than Native American legends. So, like... Yeah, the Native American legend is kind of where we can like date it back to, but a lot of these ideas uh, are cataloged by cryptozoologists as mysterious creatures, and Thunderbird has been cited on numerous occasions. There has never been any credible pictures or video evidence of one, which, yeah. surprise, surprise, uh, and there's never been a specimen that was killed or captured, uh, except perhaps once. That's what this article says. Mm -hmm. So apparently it comes out of an Arizona territory... Uh, desert about there were two cowboys yeah in eighteen ninety story <laughs> in eighteen ninety that's all a giant flying creature and the cowboys uh are like what do we do and shoot so it like it seems like a lot of our stories involving <laughs> animals in America they're just like I'm gonna shoot it how about you let me get there huh <laughs> so the cowboys are like what are we gonna do so they carefully took aim with their rifles. <laughs> oh, how did I guess that? <laughs> and and this is this is an exact quote from from this article and blasted it from the sky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, America! It's, it's really good. That's really good. 
And so apparently, uh, in the article uh, that was uh, that was published eighteen twenty six eighteen ninety, uh, which was an edition of the Tombstone Epigraph, uh, the cowboys <laughs> and their horses dragged the monster into town where its wingspan was measured mm. and its body measured at ninety two feet long. Mm. How how big is that? 92 feet. That's crazy big. No, that's why I'm like, I don't think two horses could carry something. How big is a football field? Alexa. I don't know. Look it up. <laughs> you got it? Because I'm going to keep telling the story while yeah, you Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll, okay. I'll so, 92. I, I mean, don't... you're the one who plays football. Yeah, I played football. But, like... You're going to come... You're going to quote me on that, huh? Yeah, I should know exactly how many feet a football field is. Yeah. Actually, a football field is 100 yards, and they're, what, three yards and a foot? Oh, my God. So it's like 300 feet. Uh, okay, yeah, so, yeah, it's 300 feet, so it's <laughs> almost a third. I did it right before you. <laughs> yeah, so it's about, like, a quarter of a football field. No way. That has to be a typo. So they said its wingspan was 190 feet. Ooh. Yeah, how the fuck did two horses drag that? Well, I'm assuming they're probably maybe, like, Clydesdales? Because, I mean, granted, two horses can carry a lot of weight. Yeah, I guess you're right. Something 190 feet, it's a bird. Birds have hollow bones. Oh, so it's probably not too heavy. Because, like, I could probably hold a condor in one hand. Like, uh, if it perks yeah, itself, yeah. I can hold a condor. Yeah, you're right. I, yeah, I don't think birds are that heavy. Yeah, so, I guess. Horses I mean, are strong. still gigantic. Yeah, that's still a big boy. And also, this is an 1890. And then would, like... Wait, 1890? Yeah, this is when this yeah, was reported. Yeah, so, like, guns back then weren't that powerful. Yeah, but they both shot it. But it was high up in the air. They're using cowboy guns. So, are are we really going to question the credibility <laughs> of a story from 1890 that was in Tombstone Epigraph? I mean, I guess... Is that right, what you want yeah, to do? You want to break down the credibility of stories from over 100 years ago? We should write a screenplay and make this better. Yeah, I agree with you. We'll have cowboys shoot down a bird and then like some creepy it's, stuff it's, happens in the town. Oh, no, 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 no. So they shoot down the bird, right? Yeah. But it's a baby. Oh. They they think it's the, oh. and so then, uh, and then the reveal a, a flock, is that oh. a flock comes because there's always a bigger fish yeah 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 and so a flock comes and just starts eating the cowboys and the cowboys are like fuck these birds mm-hmm. and they affix like wings to their horses and make them jump off a cliff and they have a big old sky battle to end the movie but then they realize that the birds are their friends and they like touch like hand to claw. Mm-hmm. And the I, like, I was taking a whole away. other direction of like horror being like these creatures are out here just like wrecking people <laughs> trying to find them, you know? That's not even horror. Like that's not if you're getting hunted by a hundred like two hundred wingspanned bird, that's not horror. That's just like it's over. Like there's not even a movie. <laughs> well, I'm thinking like they're trying to hide in the homestead. How big right? was a megalodon? I'm so sorry. I don't know how fucking big a megalodon. Well no, because that cause I feel like that's a good uh you know. Oh man. Cause foot, or how long was the um, is like your regular cruise ship? I don't know how big <laughs> stuff is. I, well, I'm trying to I'm trying to think about how long that would be. Cause 190 feet is ridiculous. Yeah, 190 feet's long. It's almost a football field. Yeah. So like if you thirds. laid it out on a football field, yeah, it would cover up thirds. like half over half of it. Uh-huh. All right, so. I think uh, I just think we could make a better story than this. For sure. Uh, <laughs> it was said to have no feathers, smooth skin. Ooh, that's creepy. I don't like that. <laughs> and wings that were composed of thick and a nearly transparent membrane. Okay, this is a horror movie. Uh, the description very clearly rep- like uh, looks like a, ter- a pteranodon, pterosaur, or a pterodactyl. More than a large bird. It doesn't sound like a bird. It sounds like a, a, reptili- a large reptilian creature. Mm-hmm. Um 
Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of hold on, a lot of uh, paranormal researchers consider the story a good example of old creative writing mm. on the part of the newspaper. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, but there may be a hint of truth in it. Mm. Uh, in 1970, Harry McClure said he knew uh, one of the cowboys when he was a small boy. So when when this man Harry McClure. So he's an adult in 1970. He knew one of the cowboys from 1890. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so weird how, like, life works like that. Yeah. Because, like, a cowboy in 1890 could most definitely know this man who's alive in 1970. Yeah. And this man alive in 1970 could even still be alive today, in theory. Mm-hmm. Probably isn't, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. It's weird to think about, like, my grandpa talks about his mom, uh, like, when she was young, they were, like, horse and carriage, and then by the time she died, they were going to space. Yeah, that, see, yeah. being alive during that time has to be wild. Because yeah. granted, we've made some of the, like, largest technological advances in our lives, mm-hmm. but they've been more, like, slice of life technological advances. Yeah, like, like life improvement, you know? Phones, phones. Personal computers. Exactly. Super fast internet, all that kind of shit. Pretty much, you're never out of contact with people. Mm-hmm. But in their lifespan, they're making, like, leaps of, like, like Everest discoveries, you yeah. know? Yeah, but like planes, like you can suddenly fly now, and then... Not only... In, in the span of, what, a hundred years, they went from no cars to cars. So, horse, horse-pulled carriages, mm. cars, planes, spaceships? Yeah. That's just such an amazing, like, forward technological leap. And now we're like, let's make let's make sex robots that know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> That's the new, the new technological oh venture. But so, anyways... Apparently, the cowboy told the young man that the creature they shot actually had a wingspan of 20 to 30 feet. Oh. They didn't kill the Thunderbird yeah, and returned that. to the town only with their fantastic story. Oh. So, maybe it was a creature. Maybe oh. they saw something like, shoot it! And then yeah. die, and they're like, let's get out of here. <laughs> yeah, maybe we shouldn't shoot at the giant monster in the sky <laughs> if we can't kill it. And uh, a final intriguing element was the anecdote, was a photo that supposedly was taken to the creature, held up with its wing spreads by several townspeople. Uh, remarkably, many of the people saw this photograph, um, and I guess it was printed in Fate National Geographic uh, and Grit Magazine in some book about the Old West, but yet the photo is, uh, has not surfaced. Oh. Yeah. So I guess in some guy Jerome Clark's book, Unexplained, he lists more sightings and goes on and on about it. Abductors of Children! Sometimes they think these things stole children. Oh, well, I mean, a life's little snack. Oh, wait. Oh, I'm sorry. There's this really good little, like, story, okay? Mm-hmm. So, um, there's something that was in the July 28th, 1977 edition of the Boston Evening Globe. Honestly, the way this is, like, framed, it kind of looks like a, like a story, right? Mm-hmm. Carried off. Tenure. I'm going to read it in that voice, if that's okay right. with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Carry it off. Ten-year-old Marlon Lowe and his mother, Mrs. Ruth Lowe, claimed that one of two large black birds, birds with eight-foot wingspans tried to carry Marlon off in its claws Monday evening in Lawndale, Illinois. Although several birds, several bird experts say that no bird native to Illinois could lift 70-pound Marlon, Miss Lowe says that Marlon was carried 20 feet before the bird dropped him when he struck the bird with his hand. Yeah, so there's other stories about a 42-pound five-year-old girl named Savinlin Hansen in uh, June 1932, who was carried away by a huge eagle. Oh. Uh, yeah. And um, the apparently a giant bird carried her for more than a mile, the report stated, and after it dropped her, 
unharmed on a high mountain ledge. Oh. That's... Imagine well, how unpleasant that'd be, though. Yeah, but I mean, like, they're protecting us, right? These Thunderbirds, so, like... Or they're just giant-ass birds. But, like, I'm just saying that, like, attacks of a child every now and then. Is that really that big of a cost to not get eaten by... No, I would, I would sacrifice child children over and over again to not get eaten yeah. by a giant snake. And then another story in 1838. Five-year-old girl snatched from slope of Swiss Alps um, by an eagle, carried child to its nest... The girl did not survive the ordeal, oh, no. and her badly mutilated body was discovered oh. some two months later by a shepherd. The eagle's nest subsequently was subsequently found, and contained several eaglets surrounding the heaps of goat and sheep bones. So that's actually just oh. a, like that could just be a big eagle, like yeah. like a really big, yeah, yeah, eagle, a real big eagle, and a really unfortunate situation. Yeah, you know, it's a little girl. If it could carry sheep, it could carry a little girl. Yeah, because yeah, actually... that's those are like all the stories that I got off that. Oh, they were pretty man. messed up. Like I said, uh, apparently, and it also goes hand in hand with the story we read. We talked. We talked. Uh, we talked about earlier about the um, oh uh, the the caveman who got mm-hmm. eaten or yeah, the cave yeah. kid. Yeah. Well, yeah. all I'm saying is a kid every now and then to not get killed by evil snakes. Yeah. Seems yeah. like a fair trade. Wait a minute, it was funny when, like, two kids had just gotten dropped. Yeah. And now, like, there's a little girl who, like, <laughs> like, there's an actual chance she got eaten by, like, birds. Yeah. That's pretty dark. That's a real bummer, Drummer. Yeah. Anyways. It'd be like that yeah. sometimes. Back, back to, back to Creepy Crawl and Cryptids, where we try not to bum you out. Uh, so I have a few, like, theories on what these Thunderbirds could really be. Please do. Uh, so it could be that... Uh, Native Americans just came across a, a, a pterosaur fossils, so it's a pterosaur fossils. Yeah, the <laughs> P is silent. <laughs> I'm an educated boy. Yeah, you went to college. I yeah. I'm college educated. Yeah, I got I got stuff. At the moment, you have more college education than I do. Yeah, but it, it took me a real long time to get very little. Yeah, but I'm an English major, so like <laughs> pronunciation's my thing. Uh, yeah, you got If I can't point. do it, what what good am I? But, I mean, my thing is just composites, and I immediately <laughs> abandoned that the second I got a better deal. Hey, sometimes you gotta make a choice. <laughs> yeah, it's either live a life that I didn't want to live, but we were in a recession, so I was like, I'll just do it. <laughs> and then a good deal showed up, and I immediately abandoned it. This is really depressing. <laughs> Let's go back to the Thunderbird. Yeah, yeah, let's not get into my, my sadness. But anyway, okay. so uh, the pterosaur, uh, so it's a flying dinosaur with a long beak. So it could be that they just came across these fossils and were like, oh shit. Yeah. What if they came across like a living pterosaur? I mean, that'd be even cooler. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it could also be like storms, because usually the uh, the sightings of these uh, Thunderbirds also come with storms. Yeah, collate with the storm. Yeah, so it could just be like clouds moving and. Yeah, and then trying to explain. Yeah, so like I always love that, like explaining anomalies through like creatures and shit. Mm-hmm. And then it could just be like condors and other birds just being mistaken for being bigger than they actually yeah. are up close. Cause, I mean, they're because yeah, I think with like even Mothman. It's pretty easy to yeah. see a big bird up in the sky an and owl. not tell. Because if you don't have anything comparative to, to mm-hmm. look at it, it's hard to determine the size. Absolutely, yeah. I always, or like, like I was, like I said, I love uh, things that like 
makeup. Like, oh, like, this is why this natural anomaly happens. Because uh, some creatures is like, I think in Japan it was like, they're like, earthquakes happen because that a big fish that lives under Japan. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, I love that. Yeah, it, it's a nice way of, like, explaining why things are the way they are. I mean, it helps. Yeah, it helps explain why we're here and yeah. what we're doing. And... Oh, we're making a podcast. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so, you have any more little anecdotes or anything about the Thunderbird? No, that's all I got. Yeah, so we, we've hit our closing statements. Uh, so, Jesse, tell me. Do you believe that there's a Thunderbird out there? I do believe that there's probably, like, a real big bird out there. Oh, for sure. Probably. Yeah, like you said, the big eagle. Like, yeah. There's a pretty like, good chance there's, like, a fucking giant eagle flying around somewhere. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, like like I said, because we talked about it earlier, it's like, we were discussing, like, we think we feel like it would be found, but also, like, a large eagle wouldn't peak in a regular tree. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't perch and make its nest in a regular tree. Like, it would be either deep forest or, like, in the mountains and shit. So I feel like that yeah. could be hard to find. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Mutants. <laughs> Jungles. Always keep going back to the mutants. <laughs> yeah, you've jumped on the mutants twice today. I mean, mutants explain a lot of stuff. But what do you mean by mutants? I mean, just... Like X-Men mutants? No, I mean, just like a big boy. Like mutated, like like things that their genes mutated? Yeah, because yeah. like, all animals have a small amount that you're supposed to like mutate every now and then. Yeah, but I mean, that's so rare, and mutations are rarely like mm. that drastic. A mutation is I like mean, where where I'm, you have like a recessive gene for I like mean, frog hands. Yeah, but I'm also like twice the size of all my family members. So. Well, yeah, you probably just have a recessive height gene that you got. Yeah, could be. Yeah, how oh, many siblings do you have? I have two. Do I have three. I have three. Do a Punnett square with recessive genes. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, you statistically come out as... Well, one of you comes out as tall as you are. Yeah, well, actually, Dylan's about the same height as me, but he's he's half my half-brother, and his oh. his dad is tall. Oh, okay. So. Well, yeah, see, so, like, like that. Like, mm-hmm. your mom probably has, like, a, your mom or dad probably has a recessive height gene, and you got it. That's just... Science, man. Science. Because <laughs> like you're 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 quoting mutants like it's a, like we're like wolves are born like sixteen times and like no like if a wolf was born with like being able to see like an extra color or smell a little bit further that'd be like a mutation. Well, there was that story of uh, in Africa those two like lions that were just fucking giant and they would go through and kill people. <laughs> yeah, I so, read about that. I mean, it is possible. I mean, it's not impossible. Nothing's <laughs> really impossible. Uh, yeah, for sure. Giant eagles probably randomly mutated like you know yeah well i mean once again recessive genes who knows yeah who knows maybe they just were eating a lot and they just got bigger than they expected they eat all them sheeps all those genetically modified <laughs> sheeps that we have yeah all these gmos we're throwing in our creatures yeah. or in our animals and then animals are eating those animals and they're just like mm-hmm. hulking out yeah so i mean mutation <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm on your side now jesse yeah so overall i think there's like some kind of you know something Probably, probably not like as like big as like some people say, but there's something. Yeah, yeah that was our that was creepy calling cryptids rendition discussion of the Thunderbird. If you enjoyed it, please share on. I was gonna say share on Netflix. <laughs> hey, yeah. well, I mean let Netflix know like yeah. they're they're red light they're like green lighting everything. Yeah, look if you got invite like if you're in on Netflix, tell them about us and we'll do a whole show where we just like go to places and like ask people like hey. Hey, you, have you ever seen a Thunderbird? <laughs> like, just random we'll be, people. Yeah, we'll be real aggressive about it, too. It will be like Josh Gates, except much less educated. And, <laughs> and, and not nearly as, like, charismatic. Have you seen, like, his, like, no. investigation? On, yeah, he's really cool. I love him. He used to be, like, a... 
a professor at UCLA or something. He's like a really cool guy. Uh, Josh Regards. Yeah, he does all that stuff. But anyways, uh, yes, please share on Twitter. Uh, hashtag creepy calling cryptids. You know, turn us into a hashtag. Get us famous. Share with your friends, family. Post on Instagram. Uh, we have art done by the lovely, uh, lovely Uku Art. She does an amazing art. Uh, on her own personal art page, you can check out our page. We have a link to hers. Um, we want to thank you guys so much for listening. Please tune in next time to Creepy Call Cryptids. I'm Adam. I'm Jesse. And we'll see you next time. Uh, just just for us. Just just know that it's cool to let, to give your child to the Thunderbird. Yeah, we won't be mad. Hey, yeah. Jesse. Yeah. I'm the Thunderbird. <laughs> <laughs>